another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off with their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Hello, Uglies! The regular season of Dragula is back after an anticlimactic all-star season. Will these new monsters live up to the hype? It's time to preview everything we know about the Boulay Brothers' Dragula Season 5. And joining me to get the spook on, it's Alice in Wonderland. Who are you? Hello, monsters. I am doing horribly. You know, Horribly? Spooky season, spooky season, Dragula, horribly. I'm actually doing great, but I'm just trying to be spooky. Of, of of course, you gotta be spooky for once in a while, right? Yes. Um, well, we're here to talk about Dragula. Um, would you describe yourself as a monster? Not out of drag. We already know out of drag you are, but in drag. I mean, I'm a little monster. I love Miss Gaga. Of course you do. Of course <laughs> you do. Um, friends, before we dive into this, as always, I must leave a disclaimer that it's an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are showing what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that give an opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast for entertainment to discuss a reality television show? Okay. Dragula, Titans happened. It was good, and then it got bad, and then it got weird. And then it got to the ending and uh, no explanation of why we didn't see like a crowning and a bloodbath. Actually, you know what? I think I reviewed the Titans finale with you. Mm-hmm. I think I have a... You're, if you're asking me to remember what I did a year ago, that that you're a silly goose. <laughs> I can't even remember who's been on the podcast last month. Understandable. Um, but yeah, we had a really anticlimactic ending. The Boulay brothers didn't like really tell us why things happened the way it happened. And we moved on. And now we have a new season. Well, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So let's discuss. Dragula Titans will premiere on October 31st, 2023 on AMC Plus and Shudder. Did you renew your Shudder subscription yet? I used my crowns. Oh, look at you. You're a smart one. Do you give them oh, any no. monies for it? No. That's very kind that they let you. Who do um, I look like? The Salvation Army. I'm not donating anything. Listen, I I let a lot of people use my stuff, and I get nothing for it. Not even a hello. How are you? Hope for all is well. No, not even that. Now it has been revealed that Land Insider will be joining the judges panel as a rotating judge. How does that make you feel? I'm here for it. He won, so clearly he knows what he's Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Landon's amazing. I think it's just very interesting that we're in a new season. Landon is here. Um, we'll probably have other monsters make appearances, as there's been rumors of others as well. Well, um, I hope for Mary Cherry. Yeah, you want Mary Cherry? Is that your favorite? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I sense the sarcasm. And of course, the winner will be competing for the title of World's Next Super Monster and a cash prize of $100,000, probably provided by them. Yeah, I mean, who else is going to fund this? Listen, if I had $100,000 to give to a monster, um, I probably wouldn't because I'd need it. Yeah, I, I can't be giving away $100,000. Of <laughs> right. Now, we all know that the show has evolved. Things have changed. We have had better television production quality. But when we got better that, other things took a back seat. Like, I don't know actual real exterminations what do you want to see out of this season because i want to see actual extermination challenges and no bullshit scare house shenanigans now in the trailer if you've watched it there looks like there's some bungee jumping mm-hmm. i would love to do that yeah have you ever been that would be so fun are you are you afraid of things no just obscura 
Yeah, it's pretty scary, especially out of drag. Ah! Ooh, yeah, jump scare for sure. Um, yeah. what would be your limit, like of of previous extermination challenges from the multiple seasons of Dragula we've had? What would be the one you'd be like, I'm out of here, I can't do it. If it's a hundred thousand dollars on the line, I can do it. Give it to me, whatever. I don't care. So, hundred thousand dollars. Do you think Valencia would have jumped out of the plane? I would love to jump. I would. Jump, I would pay to jump out of a plane. I want to go skydiving. That's that's fun. I I, I hear. I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, for a hundred thousand dollars, would you make out with Obscura? For a hundred thousand, sure. I mean, I can just use mouthwash right after. <laughs> I mean, who knows what she's packing? So it, it might be mm-hmm. um, a, a a deadly disease. Ha. Oh. Kidding, I think jokes. both my boyfriend and her boyfriend would be pretty upset if that happened. Though. That's fair. That's fair. But for a hundred thousand dollars, your boyfriends would be getting lots of money too. That's true. Or that's gifts. True. They would be getting gifts. They wouldn't be getting the money. No, they don't get money. No. Um. Okay. So I want actual extermination challenges. You want to see some good ones too? Are there any like runway themes or challenges that you want to see implemented this season? I'd like to see a vampire challenge that wasn't that beach party thing. Okay, I'm that's for to be I'm working on a new vampire costume mm-hmm. that I'm wearing tomorrow. So that's what I want to see. I'd also like ghosts. I think okay. there's a lot of things you can do with like spirits, poltergeists. I think that's a fun theme. I mean, look at the cast. I think that's very possible. Uh, yeah, looking at them, I see it. Um, okay, ghost vampires. Uh, I, I I can see it. Do you think we're going to get another um horror icon style challenge? Because I think that would be so. retired. I hope so. Who would you do? I would probably do Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body. Okay. Okay. Very cool. I'm a little Very slutty cool. girl. All right. Well, we'll see if anything comes true. I don't know. I, I don't will, know. I won't ever be on Dragula. That's okay. That's all right. Oh. We can you can be on Block Talk's Dragula race. <laughs> and what's the prize for that? A badge. Mm, I live in America. We don't do badges here, Mama. No, that's true. That, that is true. All right. Well, we're about to meet our monsters. And to avoid the potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast through predictions, we will be going through the cast by excitement points TM. We have given each cast member an excitement point TM from 11, who we are most excited for, and one for who we are least excited for. I've tallied up the points, and we'll go from who we are least excited for for who we are most excited for. Now, ghouls, this does not mean we, we don't want to see you. It just means there are other monsters that we're a little more excited for. We love you all equally. Maybe not Allison. I think Allison has a clear favorite here. Um, but I think we're just what we saw in the Meet the Queens and or Meet the Monsters and the promos. We we have opinions, so that's where we're getting our excitement from. Because most of the time, I'm wrong on my excitement, and I, I get it. I'm like that person. I should have been more excited for, and that's why we love the preview podcast. Exactly. Now, do you want to give any disclaimers before we move into meeting our monsters? I do have a good friend on this season, so I am a little biased. However, I think she's garbage. There it is. And garbage is good when we're talking about monsters. Exactly. All right. Let us begin. Our first person I have right at the bottom for one excitement point. You gave them four. It is Satana. Satana is here to raise some hell and show the world that she is a feisty and fiery as she is fierce and talented. Her three greatest strengths are her performance capabilities, her gorgeous makeup, and her ability to verbally destroy anyone. Her hot pink candy-coated exterior betrays the bitchy devil dwelling on the inside. You've been warned. They identify themselves as non-binary trans femmes, so their drag name is the representation of Satan being transitioned male to female. All right. Um, who, 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 who? Give me your thoughts. Give me the initial thoughts on Satana. I mean, I think she's very fierce. Based off of promo and looking at her Instagram profile, I don't really get much monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's a talented queen. Now, you mentioned that maybe not getting a lot of monster is it possible the show is veering into a more mainstream, accessible style of Dragula that we haven't seen like in the first are. two seasons? They 100% are. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. Fair. Now, I'm going to ask this question. I don't know anything. You don't know anything. 
do you think the Boulets had a choice about veering into this direction? Or do you think AMC said, we want more people to like it and not be scared out of their mind? It probably came from AMC. Yeah, I think so too. I think if they had their way, it would still be like season one. Absolutely, but with better video quality. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, really bonkers. My question of the season for Satana is the cast is full of personalities and they seem to be a little lackluster when it comes to talking on camera. Will they be able to stand out in the crowd? Because let's be honest, they are not afraid to scream and yell and do shit to each other in that boudoir. Oh, the Dragula cast gets wild, honey. So that's my fear for Satana. Um, I, I think what they represent and and the the look is interesting. The look is by Pixie Dot, hair by Misty G Quartz. It's just, it's a bit bland. I mean, I feel like if I'm being, bit, if I'm being, yeah, go ahead. The, the look gives regular drag queen being spooky for Halloween season. Literally about what I was about to say. I think we're probably going to see a lot of this kind of look over the next couple of days for Halloween. Um, so I hope that they are able to give us something amazing. And maybe this is just a, you're going to be surprised later on, or maybe it's basically see it out first and I'm just going to keep doing myself. Well, I guess we'll see, won't we? We will see for sure. Um, I needed this to be pushed even further. I'm going to give Satana a boo. It's a boo for me. Audience, 42% spook, 58% boo. Okay, so most of them are on the right side of history here. Next up, we have someone who I gave an 8 to. And Miss Alice in Wonderland did what I did to Satana and gave her a 1. It's Blackberry from Houston, Texas. Blackberry is known as the bearded beauty of Texas. Her prowess as an MC and her performance abilities have earned her a lot of respect and a lot of success in the Houston scene. She brings a revolving door of talent to the competition, including comedy, acting, performance, and makeup skills. Blackberry is a jack of all trades and would be very foolish for anyone to underestimate. Her name plays with the fruit name. She describes it as the black or the berry, the sweeter the juice. Now, my question this season is she's got a unique perspective with much polish. Is it time to crown a bearded queen? I don't think someone should be crowned just because they're bearded. I think if they deserve the win and they happen to be bearded, they should win. Now, you gave her your least excitement points. Why is that? I did. Based off of... Okay, so before I gave the excitement points, I did those and I went through everybody's Instagram and took a look at their looks Mm -hmm. and their performances, and I was just not as excited by her. I didn't really get a whole lot of Dracula. I got... I mean, maybe Alternative Queen for sure, but maybe not Dragula. Dare I say it may be this season's Mary Cherry. I could see that, yeah, 100%. I think she's a very talented queen. I just don't see Dragula necessarily. And I I agree with you, and I think that's what's interesting and exciting in a way is Mary knows the feedback she got from the viewers. It was not as positive as she had hoped um, I feel like Blackberry auditioning and coming onto the show knows that feedback could have been coming her way the same way. So she's going to step it up in ways that her predecessors may not have. Well, um, I that, hope so. I hope I'm wrong. Absolutely. We always hope we're wrong on this podcast. But I, I think what also got me is this look is beautiful. It is by Holly Day, chest piece by Yaria DeHill, headpiece by Urethra Burns. Great name. I love it. Um, <laughs> I fucking love this. It's demonic. It's got that skeletal piece on the chest, but it's also giving you drag. Like it is dragged to a T. The silhouette is silhouetting. The mug is fun. I love the makeup. Yes, the eyes. It's giving the basic Halloween drag white out. Um, but there's something really captivating about the image and the pose that really got me what did you think of the look i think it's a beautiful look but i also think it's a little bit of a boring look i mean Mm -hmm. it's just a little simple for my taste the rib cage is beautiful and other than that it's kind of just a pvc gown when some of these girls have gone so far with their look and worn things that are really unique and cool it's kind of just a gown with a rib cage would you wear something like this um no i don't really think if there were more 
skeletal aspects to it would you have liked it more if there was more skeletal aspects and less clothing yeah all right that's fair that's fair um i don't know i'm i'm, I'm here for it i'm gonna give it a spook it's a spook it's not a bad look it's just boring to me audience 92 percent spook eight percent boo we'll see what blackberry does but i i, I have high hopes right now I, I i'm excited yeah next up I give her a seven because I had been following her for a while and you gave her a three because we'll find out. It's Cynthia Dahl from Kansas City, Missouri. Cynthia terrorizes Kansas City, Missouri with her high energy performances, her personality and her horror inspired fashion sense. She wouldn't be caught dead in anything but custom coca torture every time she takes the stage. Never quote drama, but always quote dramatic. Cynthia never starts trouble, but if someone has a problem with her, she promises to end it. Her drag name came from the 90s American cartoon Rugrats, as Cynthia is the favorite doll of the main villain of the series, Angelica Pickles. I bet you're too young for Rugrats, aren't you? I love the Rugrats, Mama. I'm not that young. Oh, I was I was going to be like, oh my god, you look 22. Happy Taylor Swift 1989 Taylor's version day. I am not a Swifty. I will be 25 in December. Oh my god, you're still a child. <laughs> um, Listen... I've been following her for a while. I don't remember if there's a direct correlation to Crystal Method and family, but I believe there might be some sort of correlation, which is why I had followed Cynthia. Um, going back to what we said about Satana, Cynthia fits that mold as well. But the thing that puts Cynthia slightly ahead for me is the mug. Like she really is giving you some fun, crazy shit. Yeah. Why are you at E3 for her? I don't, I, I see her more as Dragula than Satana, but I kind of, if you told me they were each other, I would kind of believe it because the looks are kind of not similar, but like, you know, it's a bright color. It's just a little mm -hmm. fun outfit with a little bit of a spooky mug. Yeah, know. it's it's interesting that the the two girls we have quite low right now are the two girls who went color, um, and they said here is what we do, and it's going to be that mix of the two worlds. Um, so I'm very curious to see how she'll do. I think the one thing I don't know if you watched the Meet the Monsters videos. I did. The voice, and we're going to talk about someone else's voice later on for me, but her voice, you, you can tell that it's definitely a put on drag voice. A hundred percent. Do you put a put on drag voice? I don't. No, this is what you sound like in drag. Yeah, like. this is all they get, baby. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the voice carries into the character in out of the boudoir. Um, because I could see some of the other girls wanting to slap her in the face and be like, shut the fuck up, be real. I could, I could see that, yeah, for sure. But again, if you have the goods, if you're good at the art of drag, you're going to be able to stand on your own. And I'm curious to see how Cynthia does and how she will play into the Boulay's aesthetic. Because 100%. yes, if you go through her Instagram, she definitely does veer more alternative and in a little bit of spook and gore. Um, sure. So we'll see. For sure, I agree. My question this season is, she's got the edge with a mainstream twist. Will her spook factor be enough? And we will find out. Let's discuss the look by Mulan Gabby, here by Karma Sutra Stanwyck. Everything is grungy and greasy and gross, except for the fur. She's like, I'm not touching this. You're not dirtying it. It's beautiful as it is. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, it kind of takes me out. And then without the fur, the look seems kind of missing something. Right. So it needs it there. It just should have been, you know, treated in the same way to also convey that look. I fully 100% agree. Because the rest of the greens in the look are a little more muted and swampy. And then that is just so like neon and in your face mm -hmm. that I think it stands out in a little bit of a bad way. Yeah, it's almost like she killed the girl and then said, okay, well, I'm just going to steal your jacket. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I see that. <laughs> um, the other thing, obviously, this is just a drag thing. The boots, the boots, the boots. Um, I guess pleasers really work for everything, but I'm sure they were like, why are you wearing these right now? Please find something better. The boots. Oh, sick of it. Um, I'm going to give it a soft spook. It's a boo for me. I'm not a fan audience 77 percent spook 23 percent boo 
we are going to move on to someone who allegations are allegating, so we'll find out. But right now, I have a four, you have a seven. It's Niahuru X from Jijing, China. She is a recent transplant from China who has come to the United States to pursue her professional dreams. She is a makeup artist and fashion entrepreneur who uses cutting-edge technology to elevate her brand of twisted fashion and hardcore glam. Nairuru makes up for her lack of stage performance experience with huge amounts of enthusiasm and visionary drag looks. The drag name means wild wolf in Manchu. Nayahuru is also the name of a prominent Manchu clan during the Qin Dynasty. The clan was well known for producing consorts who later became mothers to reigning empires. Nayahuru X, along with Anaphylactic and Orgotic, are the third contestants on Dragula to not be from the United States after Yovska and Hosoteratoma, as she is the second contestant from Asia. All right, so the allegations. People are saying things. No one else is approaching it. We're, they're there. Yeah. Will the past catch up with them and prevent them from a win? Talk to me about the drag. Let's talk about the drag first and foremost. Yeah, let's do the drag. I think the look is fucking sickening. It's so fucking terrifying. Um, it's definitely got elements of things we might have seen before. I don't know why, but like the makeup reminds me of things like Astrid has done. But overall, like this looks like a character that is going to steal your soul and you are going to be forced to watch it leave your body. Yeah. I agree. I think the look is really sickening. I love the partially shaved head. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Um, I will say it's not their fault. It's part of just, you know, black on photographs, black on camera is very difficult to read but I can tell that there are some really unique and fun textures because there is a lot of fur. There is a little bit of latex on it. Um, But I am very engaged and intrigued by this look Um, and the makeup is it's so well done. The look is by Ben Kahina. I think the look is really cool. I will give the look a spook. Oh, it's a spook for sure. Now sticking with the drag persona, one thing that caught me is because I got all of these from one of the press releases for their bios and it says their makeup or uh, her stage performance experience uh, is made up for their huge amount of enthusiasm and visionary drag. We've seen some amazing aesthetically pleasing drag artists on Dragula, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to performing, it's been their downfall. Do you think this is going to be another situation here? I think it could be, but some people also just naturally have the gift to be able to perform well. So that's something that we're just going to have to wait and see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, what kind of fun things do you anticipate her bringing? I think she's going to bring some really cool, unique fashion. I mean, just based off the promo alone and what's on her Instagram, she has a very unique outlook on clothing. And mm-hmm. I like yeah, because I feel like she definitely has a lot more of the fashion drive, though. You know that the fandom's going to try to compare her to Hoso because that's just how terrible the fandom is. Yeah. Um, but she has a much more fashion-driven um, perspective as opposed to Hoso, who has more of a character-driven perspective. Both Absolutely. Right? Also, she was just in a recent Doja Cat music video, so I live. Oh, my God. Are you a Doja Cat fan? I'm a Doja stan. I'm seeing her on November 30th. Ice Spice is opening. I could not be more excited. Okay, so if Lady Gaga is number one, Doja Cat is number four. four. Who's two and three? Nicki Minaj and Lana Del Rey. Wow. Okay, what if what kind of... Who is singing which part on um, Lady Marmalade 2.0? Okay, so Gaga is going to be Christina. Mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey is going to be Pink. Okay. Nicki Minaj will be Maya and Doja will be Lil Poor Nicki. Poor Nicki. She'll make it better though, right? Yeah, absolutely. She's the girl who can do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Nia Kuru, I will give you a spook. It's a spook for sure. Audience, 86% spook, 14% boo. Let's see how things go because last time there were allegations before a finale, we found out they were not necessarily all true. We'll yep. see again. Right, next up. I gave this person a nine. You gave them a two. JK, 
It's Brooklyn known JK. JK is an obnoxious mix of camp, gender bending, and a whole lot of punk rock personality. They are here to be louder, bigger, and more annoying than any other competitor to ever grace the Boulay Brothers Dragless stage. They are the most annoying person you've ever met and hope that a big personality is enough to bring them to the finale and ultimately the title of World's Next Drag Super Monster. JK is the first winner of Bitch Fest, a competition hosted by Dragula Ford Zavaleta, who was also a former contestant of a little show called Iconic. Okay. That, that was my show. Um, anyway, <laughs> my question this season. The drag thing from BK has a blend of Evie Oddly and Monster, Monster, Monster. Can a camp monster take the crown and live in the Boulay's brand? Um, it could happen. I don't see it why. Could. I have to say, maybe it's because of the order that I watched it. JK, I think, was like the first or second person I watched. Their personality is so fucking amazing. They are hilarious. They are funny. They are the kind of person that, yeah, you want to go hang out with and have a drink with and watch. And I'm excited to see what they bring to the stage. You put a two for them. Give me why. It's the drag. I just... I don't know. The looks sometimes on the Instagram feel a little lacking of something, like incomplete. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think branding yourself as annoying is kind of off-putting. I don't really find her annoying. I just think branding yourself as that is off-putting. Now, I don't know if this was filmed and done um, after filming, if this was done during filming, because, you know, on Drag Race... Most of those promos are done after the fact. So sometimes what they say is teasers to what's going to come. Yeah. Maybe that's possible because that's part of the storyline. I don't know. Because I don't think they're annoying either. I think I get what they're trying to say as being annoying, but I think it's not the right word. Yeah, that could be. I I will say JK may not have as much monster polish as we want. But what they bring to drag is very interesting. I think this look is by P here by Madeline Hatter. It's fun. It's very hey, campy. Baby, that's Pi. That's Miss Pi from Pi. Philadelphia. My good that's sister. Right. Sorry. Pi. I wrote it wrong. My good sister. Shout out to Pi at not Pi on Instagram. Give her a follow. Do you like this look? Partially. I think it's really fun and really campy. I don't love the two different purples. Me either. That's that's I, my big issue. The purple of the face and the hair is so different. And also yes. the white boot. Uh, um, girl, uh, if you didn't look at the promo look that is not on my screen, when they just do her solo portrait, it's basically blacked out. Um, because <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, it was almost like, uh, you can edit this in post-production, please. Yeah. Like the... The face and hair color should either be closer to the color of the tongue or to the color of the purple in the costume. I agree. I would have done just straight yellow hair, to be honest. I agree. I'm here for it. Um, but you're right. Purple is not a color you can really clash because they are they live in two different worlds. It's either too red or too blue. You, here, you definitely have a red and a blue purple. Yeah. Um, sure. But I think the garment is really cool. Um, I think the hairstyle is cool. Yeah. I just don't like the hair color. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I uh, I don't know if you are like me, but I I don't know what it's called. But when you see faces in things, I I, I see faces in things, and that's what I fucking love about this is because you see the face. Yeah. Um. So it's really cool. Very fun. I, I'm I'm digging overall the aesthetic. I would love to go back and edit specific elements of this. So I'm going to give this a spook. It's a really soft spook for me. I don't hate it, so I can't give it a boo, but I don't love it at the same time. Audience, 58% spook, 42% boo. Fair. Next up, and I know I'm probably going to get destroyed for this one. Um, I gave this person a two. I'm not very excited. It's because of my dislike of previous contestants. You, oh, though, wow. are excited. I gave her a 10. Fantasia Royale Gaga. <laughs> Fantasia is ready to take on the competition with her dangerous curves, her beautiful face, and her 20 plus years of experience as an entertainer. 
As an iconic fixture in the Miami scene, Fantasia hopes to bury the other comp- competitors with her professionalism, poise, and personality. The body has arrived, honey. When she started out doing drag, she used to impersonate American Idol singer at the same t- of the same name. She got the Fantasia part of her name from her drag mother and added Gaga as it was inspired by Lady Gaga. She is a trans woman and has been doing drag for 20 years and is known for her showgirl persona, glamorous burlesque performance, and the nickname The Body. Though it never made it to air, the Boulay brothers have noted that they have quoted and referenced Fantasia in past seasons, notably during Coco Kane's critique during the wrestling challenge. Speaking of, here's my question of this season. She's beloved by the Boulays, but will she get a free pass and step or be a step up from the infamous Coco came. The comparisons are going to be there. It's already happened when Coco was on the show. It's going to happen now. Well, Fantasia's isn't a plate. No, I no, I understand that. I'm just saying a drag is like just the aesthetic. Obviously, Coco was the same. Well, Coco was inspired by Fantasia, just the whole in character. I mean, yeah, but I think the aesthetic of the actual drag isn't very similar. And what's interesting is, again, going on Fantasia's Instagram, it's not very spook. It's not. No. But I think she brings filth in a sexual Absolutely. I think that's why she's here. And that's why I ask, will she, will she be able to do the other pillars of Dragula? I think she will. She's a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantasia stan. Yeah, did you know her prior to the show? Uh, we've interacted a few times, yes. Very cool. What did you talk about? I think she's great. Um, mostly Gaga, to be honest. Of course. Um, does she have a favorite Gaga song or Gaga album? If she does, I don't know. I didn't ask that. Her look is by her son, hair by Couture Chaos Hair. As an individual look, it's fucking beautiful. It's, it's, it's the Beetlejuice. It's got everything we love i love the little tie um and she is making sure the, the the tits are here and everyone's seeing them it could work for a icons of horror runway but as a promo i feel like if this is what we're going to get i feel like we're going to be run thin of concepts i mean I like it. I feel like it's a different take on Beetlejuice, so I like mm-hmm. it. However, I will say, I'm a Fantasia stan, but Beetlejuice did not have green hair. He had gray hair with moss growing in it. That is fair. That is fair. Have you ever done Beetlejuice before? I have, and I did not have green hair. What? Did you have gray hair with moss in it? I, in fact, did. That's so on point. That's so on point. Uh, have you seen Beetlejuice the musical? I don't like musicals. Oh, that's right. I forgot. What yeah. if Lady Gaga was in a musical? Would you go see the musical? Of course. <gasps> wow. wow. Anything for mother. Um, I'm going to give this a safe spook because, again, the look is good. I'm going to need more as we go through the season. I agree. However, circling back to the last contestant, I think if we're talking about personality... I think Fantasia has enough personality to carry to her carry her to a win more than JK does. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, just like with Rue, if you can banter and have a good time with the hosts, you're golden. Yep. I Audience 45% spook, 55% boom. Oof. All right. Next up, you gave her an eight. I gave her a five. And this is not a five because I don't, I'm not excited. I just, there were other people I was a little more excited for because I do think this is a fun, fun character. It is Orgotic. Orgotic is one of the diverse international competitors on the fifth season of the Belay Brothers Dragula. Hailing from South America, he has come to the United States for the first time to compete on the show and feature his truly unique and horrifying drag skills. He uses his experimental prosthetic work to create otherworldly nightmarish visions that celebrate despair, desire, and the darkness that lives in all. Orgotic means gothic killer whale in Spanish. Along with Anaphylactic and Nieruhuex, he is the third contestant on Dragula to not be from the United States after Yovska and hosted Teratoma. He is the first contestant from South America. And participating on Dragula is the first time he has been to the United States. 
He was originally meant to be on season four, but could not make it due to visa issues during the pandemic. He wants to be a filmmaker and a persona, and this persona is a way to pursue them. Now, my question of the season is he missed his shot for season four, where he may not have had too much success because of the monsters. Will this be the right mix of monsters to win? I think so. I think this is a better group for Orgonic. I think he is genuinely one of the most terrifying contestants I've ever seen. And I love it. It's going to be so, so cool if they are able to showcase all of their kind of drag through these challenges um i'm sure there will be ways to incorporate these crazy prosthetics looks obviously sometimes the the theme or the category might be a little too niche and we may not be able to see certain things but if we just simply base their potential based on their Instagram, this is going to be one to watch. A hundred percent. I think Orc is a really, really unique contestant. I'm just going through their Instagram right now. I think this is one of the most unique contestants we've ever seen on this show, to be honest. I've never seen it's anything al- like this. It's almost like if our conspiracy theory of AMC asking them to mainstream it, they said, we'll mainstream it with two, but we're taking this one and they have to be involved. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's a, it's a great counterbalance, and I really think it's going to be a very, very cool experience. Um, let's talk about this look. There's no designers listed. Um, I'm, I would assume that Orc probably did the majority of it, but I don't know who this character is. But again, this character is going to destroy my soul. The look is sickening. Fully obsessed. Nothing wrong the with it. The only thing that I don't love, and this is just a drag thing, I don't love the exposed corset because the the texture... And the material is just not as stunning as everything else, though it does tie into the armor of the um, arm piece. I don't think that's a corset. I think that's just the black cat suit that's underneath the armor. Is it really? Yeah, I'm zooming in now. It looks like it's just the same spandex as the cat suit underneath. Interesting. Well, then I want something there. Well, nobody really wears armor on their waist. No. Be able to move to fight. That's fair. That's fair. That face, though. Yeah. It's so terrifying. How do you think they're going to do with the other monsters? I think they're going to do well. I think they're so wacky and out there that everybody will live and nobody will be able to say anything bad because it's just so unique. How do you even critique that? Like, I I mean, that's sometimes you've got to be good for TV, too, and that's yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, and having a passion for filmmaking and, and production, I think is going to be really, really exciting to see what Orc does. Because um, obviously in previous seasons, you can incorporate um, some production into your drag, very much how Victoria has done in the past. Um, but Victoria wasn't coming from South America with all of their drag. This is also true, yeah. I'm, I, I, again, I am excited. Five is just because there's other people I'm a little more excited for. I, if I redid it, maybe I'd go back and put them a little higher. Um, this look is an absolute spook. Oh, 100% spook. Audience, 89% spook, 11% boom. All right. Um, this person, I gave a three because mostly the look. You gave them an 11. It's Onyx Onyx from Philadelphia, oh. PA. Onyx Ondex is the commodity of oddities and a self-described freak show showgirl extraordinaire. Onyx is known for her terrifying and show-stopping circus sideshow stunts that keep audiences in Philadelphia coming back for more. With a high pain tolerance and panache for stage stunts, Onyx hopes that her unique sideshow skill set will win her the crown. The origin of her drag name is an ecstasy on a penis at the same time. My question this season is, will she light up like a firework and last long enough to show off the sideshow tricks? I sure the fuck hope so, because if she can incorporate that shit in every um, fucking challenge, I'm here for it. Yeah. Tell me about your friend. Onyx is one of my favorite people to work with. I've known her for about seven years. I used to run a little show in Philly called House, along with Pi, who made JK's look, and our good friend Khaki Capri. 
And for our second show ever, we booked Onyx when she was first starting to perform. And I don't know, just seeing her evolve over time has been really cool. I think she's a very unique artist. I am so excited by the idea of the freak show and all of the stunts that she could possibly have. Mm -hmm. How it will be brought to this production is going to be obviously the biggest question mark, because again, when it comes to that kind of stunts and you're in a literal theater trying to film a show, what will she be allowed to do? That's my biggest fear. That being said, I think she has such a fucking fun personality. That was one of the best Meet the Monsters they had um, because she got you enticed and interested and wanting to see what's going to happen. Now, the look by Filthy Rich, hair by Arlo Ambrose, nails by Nirvana Noir. Noir. Um, Listen, if you got a body like that, fucking show it off. I wanted a little bit more. I'm obsessed. But the neck up, super serve. I'm obsessed. Super serve. What is on the head? What is that little headpiece? It's like a little, like blood drips with a a thing. It's not like a, just a nice little crown and it's just like a, just tripping. Is it attached to her head? Yeah, it's attached to her head. It's drilled in? Yeah. How else? She's bald. Of course. Well, I'm just I'm just asking. Um, what is the craziest thing you've ever seen Onyx do on stage? Don't talk about off stage because I don't even want to know what this bitch does. I've seen her shove a lot of things up her ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen her floss through her sinuses. I have seen fire, all kinds of crazy things. She's fucking wild. And that's why I hope they get allow her to do. Because mm-hmm. like again, the limitations of the show are real. Um, I'm excited again I think it was the look there were other people's looks that were just a little more exciting for me but personality wise I think she's going to steal that camera every second she gets mm-hmm. I will give this look a soft spook high spook I'm obsessed audience 81%, Even if wasn't, my 81% spook 19% boo any final thoughts before we move on to our next contestant Wishing the best of luck to my sister. Absolutely. We can't wait. We can't wait. All right, next up. I gave a six. You gave a nine. And I'm going to tell you right now, I had this person much higher in my initial breakdown. And then I watched the Meet the Monsters, and I was like, we're going to have to drop a little bit. It's Jarvis Hammer from Atlanta, Georgia. Jarvis Hammer not only brings stunning ghostly visual aesthetic to all of his drag looks, but also delivers fabulous performances showcasing his signature comedic styling. With a background in stand-up comedy, they bring a fresh and funny element to the competition. Jarvis is a death-defyingly dashing, extremely dramatic, and very dead. His name came from pulp frontman Jarvis Cocker, combined with Hammer Horror Films, a British film production company. Jarvis, along with Throb Zombie, are the second pair of drag kings to compete on Dragula after season three winner Landon Sider. Now, my question this season for Jarvis, Jarvis has an incredible character, but will he be able to incorporate it in all the challenges or will the voice get on the nerves? And that's where my excitement dropped. I fucking love everything about it. I love that we are bringing a lot more camp and comedy into Dragula. But the characterization and the voice, I'm very intrigued to see as a reality show where the character Jarvis starts and where the character of Jarvis ends. And will that be able to be one and the same? Um, The voice, the characterization bothered me a little bit in the meet. I can see that for sure. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't go see a Jarvis show immediately. Oh, I would go in a heartbeat. And I don't even like going to drag shows. No, not even your friends? No. That's so mean. Why? I don't like being in bars. I don't know. That's fair. So you you strived um, and thrived in the digital age? No, I like performing in bars. If I'm not getting paid to be there. No, I'm saying as an audience member. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so you earlier talked about the ghouls and the ghosts. I mean, if anyone's going to be doing it, it's going to be this bitch every fucking time, and I am Absolutely. excited to see that. 
but will Jarvis be what like what would Jarvis do for I mean I I, I see a picture on Instagram of what would Jarvis do for a vampire challenge can the two worlds unite of course they can absolutely anything can be a ghost because anything can die that's that is true can you be a ghost I hope so one day I'm gonna haunt you can you be Allison um Wonderland like through the rabbit hole that kind of ghost yeah sure yeah spooky dead Alice exactly um, talk to me about Jarvis Hammer. Obsessed. Obsessed. The look is so fierce. My favorite drag king makeup I've ever seen. I think it's such a unique character. I'm a ghost girl. Mm-hmm. I love ghosts. They're second only to vampires for me. Um, I Nothing but positive things to say. Yeah, I think makeup, the aesthetic, everything about it is nothing like we have seen on this show before. It's nothing like we've seen in mainstream drag before and i think jarvis is going to be a very very important character for us to watch um the look by jarvis hair by kate it's immaculate it literally is perfection in this photograph um i will say in the floor show version of the meet the monsters it didn't video as well because the lighting was the lighting um, yeah. But I mean, just imagine in like a black lit room, like this is going to capture your eye. Yeah, hundred percent. It's um, like I would love to see their interpretation of Hades from Hercules. Oh yeah, that's a character I'd like to see. Um, so yeah, I'm very very excited because we haven't had like a a, a comedian on Dragula before. So yeah, I'm here for it. I'm very excited and and. Drag kings are important, friends. Let's keep on talking about drag kings. Agreed. I will give this look a spook. I spook, baby. It's so Audience, good. 86% spook, 12% boom. Those 12% right. people are blind. I know, right? Our next up is someone who doesn't go here either. It is Anaphylactic from Manchester, England. An international drag artist, Anna brings her many years of experience as a valued member of the family gorgeous to the show. Her greatest strengths are her fabulous personality, her theatrical sensibility, and her deadly looks. Anna has a fearless fervor and is ready to throw herself out the challenge the Boulet Brothers Dragula puts before her and her in her pursuit for the title. Her name came from anaphylactic shock, a type of allergic reaction that leads to difficulty breathing. She wants to convey the impact of her performance that leaves people breathless. Anna, along with Nairohu X and Orc Gothic, are the third contestants on Dragula to not be from the United States after Yoska and Hosto Teratoma. She is the first contestant from Europe. Anna is a member of the family Gorgeous, a Manchester drag family. She is a drag sister wife with RuPaul's Drag Race UK 4's Cheddar Gorgeous, and her child is RuPaul Drag Race UK 5's Banksy. Both her and Cheddar's promo look is based on a bee, the symbol of their hometown. Anna competed in the title of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Ambassador in 2015, losing to, I believe, that was the year that um, the Vivian won. Yes. All right. She's got a big reputation in the drag race circles. Can she make her mark in the Dragula fandom? Now, I will say that I think Anna is amazing. I've been following for a very long time. This is probably one of the most mainstream characters to put on Dragula because Anna has been rumored for drag race for since season yeah, one yeah, of UK. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see if she will be able to blend the two worlds because there have been other personas who have tried to blend the two worlds. I think she might be able to do it. What are your thoughts? Do it. I think she can do it. I really like her. I think she's fierce. I like the look. Um I hate the makeup, but that's fine. That's fair. The look is by Lizzie Biscuits, hair by Florencia Wiggs. Um, I just love that you have this like bee motif all over. And and I think bees are probably one of the lesser um, horror icons that uh, people use in horror drag. Um, yeah. Because bees are very scary. They're very terrifying. I like um, but just like the honeycomb element. And, and again, the silhouette is drag. The hair is fun. I, I think... The makeup is getting ready for Halloween. I think the makeup is she needs more on her face. There's a Color lot of color or shapes. Face. Yes. Both. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for this look, I could definitely see what you're talking about. 
Um, I don't know. I, I'm very excited. Again, this is my biasy here talking about someone I've, I've followed and known about for a very long time. Um, if she is able to use her resources of the Manchester drag scene, uh, the looks are going to be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I, again, very, very, very excited for what anaphylactic will bring. We'll see how she does with the boulets because I think she can get a little feisty too. Yeah, for sure. Do you think her confidence is going to be a little too big? I think it could be. She's very confident and for good reason, but Absolutely. I think that that can get in the way of things a lot of times. Absolutely. I'm going to give this look a spook. It's a spook. I will say I'm getting a little tired of mermaid gowns. It's kind of boring now, but she looks great. Audience, 92% spook, 8% boom. Well, friends, that's 10 people, which means there's one person left. And I'm not, not shocked. I gave her an 11. Hit him an 11. You gave them a 6. It is Throb Zombie from Boston, Massachusetts. Throb Zombie is a horror-obsessed drag king fueled by all things spooky and creepy. With punk rock aesthetic and a history of burlesque performance, they also love to constantly up the ante on their stage shows with a huge injection of sex appeal. Combining elements of both drag kings and drag queens, Throb promises to show us an unexpected eye to the world of monster drag. Their drag name is a pun of Rob Zombie with a little extra thrust. Throb, along with Jarvis Hammer, are the second pair of drag kings to compete on Dragula after Season 3 winner Landon Sider. All right. The comparisons are there, but my question this season with Landon on the panel, will Throb be able to showcase their art or be compared to the OG Dragula King? I see. I see. I don't see any similarities. I can see people comparing them, but I personally don't see any similarities. Talk to me. What excites you about Throb? Okay, so I saw Throb back in June in Boston at Gay Bashed, mm -hmm. and he wore this really cool skeleton mask that was fully stoned, and I was just obsessed. It was a great performance, the best Drag King performance I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Um, I think he's a really cool performer, and going through the Instagram, some of the looks are very cool. Absolutely. And it's interesting that um, in the bio, obviously provided by um, production, it talks about combining elements of both drag kings and drag queens. There is a lot of, if you go through Throb's um, Instagram, that have been more female presenting. Mm -hmm. Do you think we will have a mix of the two? I think so. And I think that's really cool. I think that if that is the case, that is beyond exciting and beyond um, expectation. Yeah. No designers on this look. I love it. I hate it. Tell me why. Okay. I will tell you exactly why. I think that the two different black fabrics in the legs, the, the leathery looking one and then the flat spandex one is really mm -hmm. distracting. I think the airbrushed teal part is really cool. The face doesn't match it. Yes. I think the I brown accents in the gloves are really weird. I hate the shoes with it. Um, the wig, it just gets a little messy with the fur around the neck. Mm -hmm. I like the wings. I love bats. I just got a new bat tattoo. Very cool. Um, Does it have a name yet? Yeah, his name is Jeffrey. Love Jeffrey. Welcome to the family. He's so cute. Um, but yeah, I think there's just a lot going on here, and I don't necessarily think everything goes together. What really, what really takes me out is the shoe, though. I think it just looks really out of place. And the, the I agree. The, the the shoe it doesn't really match. There's no cohesion to anything else on the look, except obviously there is some writing on both the shoe and the wing, but it, they're not even in the same color family that much. Yeah. Um, we all know that my color is teal, so seeing the body, the airbrush body, I was like, yes. But you are absolutely right. That's a much more uh, bluer than greener face. And I will um, say, if we're comparing teal minty colored drag kings, Jarvis Hammer did it better. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely say that Jarvis Hammer is probably my favorite of this entire promo shoot. And I will um, say, this look is exactly why I gave Throb a six. If Throb had done a look that I liked, they would have been in my top three. But I mm -hmm. don't like this look. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. I, I think it's going to be a fun season. 
I really, really, really do. I'm yeah. going to give this a spook. It's a boo. Audience, 80% spook, 20% boo. Now we've gone through our 11 contestants. We have seen bits and elements of what the season is going to bring from the trailer. Uh, we've obviously seen their stage presence in the Meet the Monsters floor show and within the interviews. Yes. Without discussing Resurrection or Titans, where would you place this cast compared to the previous four seasons? Season two was the best cast. Sure. Season two was in first place. Then I would put season four, then this, then three, then one. Interesting. Okay, so I can, I right can figure that argument. Um, it, it's. I think what we've alluded to a couple times, what we've discussed a few times about the mainstream elements of this of this previous cast. That's the one thing that I'm very curious to see how the show is going to tackle. With this makeup, does that mean some of the challenges are going to be a little more sanitized? Are we still going to have a very freaky, scary sh- show? Um, because I I even felt with Titans, it felt a little sanitized. Yeah, for sure. I hope we get a little bit of both. And maybe it's the growing pains of getting all this fun money from a big production company and being able to do new, new things. But I just hope the money's not going to the Boulay looks and it's going more toward the uh, the production elements. Yeah, I agree. That being said, the looks that we've seen from the Boulay's Oh. Hey brothers, you might not have me critiquing you much this season because I am very happy. They are eating down their promo look. Fucking amazing. Sickening. Sickening. I don't like the hair, but the look, sickening. I mean, what do you what do you expect with the hair? It's, it's a signature white, boring hair. It's not the color, it's the style. Did you no, see no, that no. look they had where the hair was all like this one? Oh. This. In the middle, like the huge mm-hmm. hair, that's fucking cool. And it's the same color. However, yes, yes. This hairstyle is boring. That's fair. That's fair. Do you have a favorite um, Boulay Brother look of all time? The one where they had those cages over their head that kind of looked like the vintage scuba divers. Ooh, yes. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's my favorite one. How about you? Um, I don't know. I, I'd have to really go back and see i don't know i i don't know which boulet do you like better the little one me too i think she's sickening um I think of better what do you think is going to be the best part of the show onyx on dicks um when do you think you're going to have a big viewing party with them Probably never. Never? Why not? I don't don't really work in Philly anymore. Do they hate you? Philly? Yeah. What did you do? I'm too pretty. They don't like pretty talented drag queens. Actually, just today I found out there's a drag queen that copied one of my costumes. (gasps) Oh, no. Fire upon thee. Yeah, she wants to be me real bad. But in the words of, you know, a great poet, you can't wear a Nikki wig and then be Nikki. Whoops. There it is. All right. I want to go through the Instagram account and discuss who you think has the most Instagram followers. Do not look. Okay. Who is it? Fantasia. All right. Here we go. At the bottom, uh, they're all over 10K, which is fucking amazing. Good job, monsters. At the bottom, 10.7K, say Tana. 12.1K, Cynthia Dahl. 13K, JK. 16.6K, Onyx Onyx. 18.5k throb zombie 20.8k blackberry 23k of jarvis hammer 31.5k or gothic 46.7k anaphylactic 79.9k fantasia royal gaga with 108,000 niruhu x wow right um so the 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 willays are bringing us some monsters that really really have a following so i'm here for it it's true do you have any final thoughts to wrap this podcast up? I Anything want, you want to talk about? I want the Dracula back. I want it to be I think I do too. And wild and scary. Friends, we're going to talk about Dracula on the podcast. And, and longtime listeners know that I'm highly critical of the show. But I'm also highly critical of Drag Race. All I ask for 
is transparency and fairness. Mm-hmm. If we're going to judge one person one way, you're judging everybody that way. No, no playing for um, favorites. Yeah. Because in previous seasons, shit's gone down. Agree. But I'm excited. I think there's some really amazing drag artists on this cast. Um, we'll see what's going to happen. Hopefully yeah. it'll be a great spooky post Halloween for us. Let's hope. Where can we find you on social media? Ben Miller, any projects you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram at I Alice in Wonderland. It is also the same handle on Venmo. My cash app is Alice in Wonderland NJ. You can find me on Twitter at A Wonderland NJ. And you can catch all my shows, well, most of them at www.dragqueenentertainment.com. I have three shows tomorrow. Amazing. And always, if when you see Allison at certain gigs, do the, the arm thing. Um, it's not annoying at all. It's very cute, but also... I it's actually my fault sl- that we do that. I just want to slap the boomerang out of everybody's hands. <laughs> oh, that's um, what I'm going to do for the picture for this. You should. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm sure we will have you on later this season. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to talk.